0: Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. Welcome to the big show. Oh no, that's that's wrong. We're we're one week off. What up? <laughs> My name's Todd. Still works. Uh,
1: and I'm Obert. And uh, like like Todd implied, we're we're starting our two week special tonight. That's right.
0: Yes. The uh, um.
1: it's that time of year. The classical piano is playing yet again, or a drum roll. <laughs> that's probably really easy to edit for Chris.
0: Uh, <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, That's
1: right. It's the moment we've all been waiting for, Mister Oscar, twenty twenty
2: nomination day. Nomination, yeah, nomination day. day. That's it. All,
1: this is this is to give all the attendees the time to walk down our thirty-five mile <laughs> red carpet. That's yeah.
0: right. Being being stopped along the way by the paparazzi. Click,
1: click, click, click. <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah yeah so no i'm excited i'm excited to get we uh we got a little treat for you we've we've dug through our archive um in the last year picked out some of our favorite things but i don't want to i you know i don't want to get too much into it now because we do have to get through some beer reviews first
0: right yeah we're not gonna leave you high and dry or our mouth's high and dry we're gonna we're gonna be drinking some beers along the little red carpet walk so yeah and I mean, um, as we told people
2: last week that there's many bars along this 35-mile-an-hour – or 35-mile-an-hour, yeah, 35-mile walk. So uh, strap in, folks, and get ready to drink a lot of beer on your
1: way. Yeah, but first, I really, we got to talk about, about the game on Sunday. I, couldn't, I just could not believe how it ended.
0: Right, yeah. It was <laughs> unbelievable, and I couldn't – like, the team with the most points was just the better team that day. And that's what you can say. Now they're champions.
1: Yeah. I I was tired of all the political commercials. You know, it's like I'm here to watch football, not get into arguments with my friends and family about who's going to win in 2020. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I thought it was kind of a boring game for the most part. But then there was like a couple of exciting parts scattered throughout that really, especially when they scored and also that turnover.
2: Just like every Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that incredible halftime performance as well. Oh, well, that by was,
0: Shakira and J oh, it yeah. was awesome. Honestly, I think they should have just canceled the game and just made the entire thing the, the should have been a, the J Lo and Shakira performance with like a very brief football game in between it.
1: So, well, I was really surprised that you were able to get tickets just for the halftime show, Chris. I mean, yeah, normally well, it's like really desirable to get Super Bowl tickets, but somehow you were able to finagle just halftime show uh, tickets.
0: Yeah. Well, I, you know. I've I I have I I like Shakira a lot and she you know I I jam out to her music at the gym and things of that nature so you know when she found out she was going to the Super Bowl she just knew and uh reached out and she was like hey hey Poppy um... come in see me the I thought Bowl. you had that
1: left shark hookup, but
0: uh, <laughs> no, no, no. It was straight from Shakira. Now the thing is, I have beef with J Lo, so you know it was it was oh, a bit wishy washy. It made, it made it really difficult, right? Um, it was it was not the greatest, but
2: Chris, the the mental image of you squatting or deadlifting a massive amount of weight and listening to my hips don't
0: lie just cracks me up. Um, you know, it's actually. Uh, her first album that i enjoy more so well her first americanized album i should say um and i like uh suerte which is wherever whenever but in spanish it's amazing such a great song so it, it gets you pumped up though You're like, yeah oh, i yeah, think we I should could...
1: i think we should like record a j-lo cover by chris of one song for like a certain patreon tier I think that would be great. <laughs> it's,
0: it's a a JLo co- Lo covering a Shakira song.
1: For... Oh, did I say J Lo? I meant I meant Shakira. <laughs> Sorry. Can he?
0: Ha- uh,
2: can he have to do the dance
1: too? Uh, maybe that's a, a higher up tier. That's, first a, that's it's, a very first high tier. You get the, the audio cover, and then you get the music video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna have to brush up on my Spanish. So, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs
2: for winning the Super Bowl. Now it's time to drink.
1: Well, here, here, yeah. That was uh why don't we just get right into it after that?
0: There we go. Ted, you wanna you wanna crack your beer in salute to the Super Bowl champion first? I will indeed. So to the new Super Bowl
2: champions, I am drinking Three Floyd's Alpha King Christmas
0: Porter. Interesting.
2: And instead of Alpha King, as I'm as it's you know, it should be Alpha King, but obviously Alpha King is their, their line of beer. This is called Alpha Claws. As you can see, there's a a evil Krampus on the front
1: of it. Ooh, spooky! <laughs> I've never seen an evil Christmas beer before, but uh,
2: there it is. Well, you're about to learn. So this is the, the the bottle reads Alpha Claus is Alpha King's festive cousin, a big American Christmas porter brewed with English chocolate malt, Mexican sugar, and of course, a ton of strange American ops.
1: Mm, nice. I wonder if you're gonna be able to taste that the sugar is extra Mexican. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, as you can see it's you know, one thousand million bajillion uh SRMs. You I honestly cannot... can't
1: even see the beer, it just looks like a perfect mirror of your screen, it's that black.
2: And yeah, <laughs> it is just dead of night. That's awesome. Uh on the nose, you do get a lot of sweetness, and that's pretty much all I smell. So uh so the beer bottle does not list the A B V of the beer.
1: Hmm. Well maybe it's untapped, on, on then you'll have to add that to your desk in addition to the rating.
2: Okay, that that also works too. <laughs> so
1: uh <laughs> we're just hoping at this point we might not have an answer for our listeners, but
0: so cheers to the champs. Let's get this on. Right. And just so you guys know, the Super Bowl champions are going to be walking down our 35-mile red carpet. They are invited. So Oh,
1: I thought they were like standing on the side applauding the uh,
0: <laughs> Because well, we I mean, really
1: they, need to fill up the 35 miles. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's they, true.
2: They get their own award as, you know,
0: as they get their own Mr. Oscar as being the Super Bowl champ. Which is even more pres- even more prestigious than the Lombardi Trophy.
1: Or the rings they get. Right. Right.
0: They'd rather get that six-foot uh, frozen and <laughs> carbonite Han Solo statue. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's a, <laughs> it's obviously what they want. All no. right. So this beer,
2: eh. Um... That's pretty much all I can say about it. It tastes like a porter. I mean, it tastes like if you took a porter and made a porter and put it in a bottle.
1: Yeah. It's a very stereotypical example of what you would describe a porter as.
2: Correct. I mean, it has a little bit of sweetness as a very, very long after effect. Like, my mouth is sweet. But while drinking the beer, yeah, I get none of that. I just get porter flavor. It's been out of the fridge for a while, so it's not too cold either to where... You know, some flavors might be hiding in plain sight. I have really nothing to add to this. I mean, it tastes just like a light stout or, you know, or what we'd call a porter.
1: So I got a question for you. Sure. This this beer is called Alpha Claws. Yes. And Alpha King, is that a different beer that Three Floyds makes? Yes. Okay. What does Alpha King taste like? Alpha King. Is that a porter? Well, okay. Let me back up. Have you had Alpha King before?
2: Uh, do I have to check on that. I, I have. Okay. I can say okay,
1: that. well here we go. Let's tie let's tie in we've got a tag team to review here. What's I have alpha had Alpha King. It's well, a pale alpha ale. King,
0: yeah, Alpha King's a pale ale. That's okay. With a
1: name like Alpha King, right, I'm imagining it to be very hoppy with a high alpha content. So mm,
0: right. But so it's yeah.
1: weird that they would make a porter with an alpha in the name was kinda of where I was wondering. Well they did how- say that
0: there's a
2: there's supposed to be a bunch of hops tossed in here. Okay. mm
1: strange hops they said
2: yeah and i don't taste I, I mean i guess there's a little bit of bitterness in the back end after the porter flavor all right hang on i gotta reevaluate this give me a second
0: like do you get any any bitterness any i don't know i'm just trying to think of like what you could possibly be tasting that
2: so yeah up front, i front probably do get a lot of flavors of porter like i said there's some sweetness in the back end i guess there's a little bit of bitterness mixed in there but it's not like like you can't like readily pick it out oh that was a bad sip
1: this is looking like a 3.0 or yeah. worse, really. I am yeah, not man.
2: liking this beer. Um that so I just burped um for the podcast there. And that burp tasted like hops.
1: Even if so, Chris might have edited it out, just be be aware that uh he did he <laughs> wants he wants you to know that, that he did burp.
2: Well, that's the only way I really got the the hop flavor from it.
1: <laughs> on, on second tasting. <laughs> going yeah, this, the other way. Uh,
2: yeah, coming out the other way, it, it tasted a little like hops. <laughs> um, overall, not a, not a real big fan of this, which is upsetting because I rated Alpha King as a 4.0, so um, I'm going to have to rate, and I've and I've had other Three Floyds, I believe, uh, is Zombie Dust Three Floyds? Yes. Yeah, so it's, I've had Zombie Dust before, which is an amazing pale ale. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to give this, I'm going to give it a one. Wow.
1: Really? Wow. Wow, that's pretty bad. That's is this an bad. old porter? It's been in my fridge for a little bit. Okay, but which but Chris, like, which Christmas is it from? Right, yeah,
2: <laughs> probably two thousand
1: eighteen. Okay, okay,
2: potentially two thousand seventeen, but I'm almost a hundred percent certain it's two thousand
1: eighteen. Okay, well, so you gave it a one. Not really much else to say about the beer. Um, but what do you think the Untappediverse thinks about it? Three point eight two. That's like a huge, a uh, high rating for a good beer. <laughs> I, for
2: a one, <laughs> I think people love Three Floyds. Um, so they get a little
0: bit of hot pipe out of this.
2: Yes, and okay. I can't say what this beer might have tasted like if I had drank it fresh, right? But I have to imagine that it's higher than a one. Well, and for for ABV, I'm going to go with seven
1: seven percent. Okay, um, so it's six percent ABV. Okay. And there's only 38 IBUs, which I find surprising considering okay. their description and your description. Um, well, it's,
2: I mean it's it's surprising that it has any IBUs given that it's
1: a porter. Well, yeah. I mean uh based on your your hop burp, I guess was more what I was talking about. But, yeah. <laughs> but you were kind of pretty close. You said 3.82. 2. This comes in at 3.85.
2: I'm Very going close. to get this right one day. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean we're all we're all throwing darts at this dartboard. Somebody's gonna. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, well, that's, wow. that's so, disappointing. So people but... think it's a really good beer. And so you know,
1: don't two, two two hours ago Christine M gave it two stars and she said too coffee and too much body for a porter. So <laughs> I taste no coffee. Yeah. Zero maybe, zip
2: none. Yeah,
1: maybe it's aged a little too long. Who knows? How about any of that Mexican sugar? Did you get that? Like
2: I said, I get some sweetness as a like a real long aftertaste. But is it like
1: with maracas and like wearing a sombrero or not really? Well,
2: I mean, it feels like there's it feels like there's like, you know, a like, Mexican a, fire on like my a, tongue.
1: A fiesta sweetness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I taste some guacamole. Mm. But no Mexican sugar. No
2: Mexican sugar. I'm, okay, I'm, well, I'm I'm, I'm debating Going to get another beer. That's that's how much I don't like this. Well, it's beer.
1: only six percent after your last week's fourteen point nine. I mean, you right. gotta you gotta follow it up with something a little heavier. So make up for <laughs> make up in in volume what you didn't have in alcohol content. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go next this week. I have to bring to the podcast a uh, beer from Kettle House out of Missoula. This nice. is their New England IPA called Shady. It's a big maroon can. Uh, somebody's lying in a hammock on the front. Looks like they're having a good time. Not really fitting with the Montana winter vibe, but uh, they were on, the four pack was on sale at the grocery store. So I figured she picks them up while it's fresh. Yeah, why not, right? Exactly. You know, and I'll kind of start my review here by saying that one of the reasons I reached for this beer is because I have had it before, and of all of the New England IPAs around, this is, in my opinion, my favorite that you can get um, outside of just like picking up a growler from a brewery. Like favorite non-on-tap IPA or nice. New England IPA. Some would which, say
2: someone would use that term as canned
1: or bottled or or bottled crowlered or just available like. <laughs> like available outside of a brewery. Mass I distributed. jugged. Yeah. But you don't have to be mass distributed. You could just get stuff, get get cans to go at your own brewery. I mean mm. that's you know, there's a lot of different stuff here. Or distribute
2: uh, or just insert distributed as a word.
1: Mm, yeah. So right on on the nose, it isn't super pungent for a New England style. Normally with a beer this hazy, uh unexpected. Oh it looks really good. Yeah, it's definitely got that nice golden uh, what is it? Straw, golden straw, <laughs> 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 golden straw color. Um, you know, it
2: looks similar in color to last week's beer.
1: Yeah, yeah, last week where I had the um, uh, rum rumble from Two Roads. That's right. This is mm. this is also similarly colored. I'm imagining it's going to taste way different though. But uh, like I said, not much on the aroma scale. But I'm just going to dive right in and and evaluate the flavors. I'm going to guess citrus. That's yeah. a safe one. <laughs> yeah. I get some some definite citrus, but compared to my previously hyping up this beer, I think um it's a little more muted than I was expecting based on previous times I've had this beer. Uh not getting a super strong hop punch of that that juicy goodness. Uh, it's like I said, more muted, a little subtle. Um I get for tropical fruits and citrus. I think I would say I get maybe a little bit of passion fruit would be it one I would want to pull out of this. Um for the citrus profile, definitely more on the lemony, grapefruity side than the orange side. Interesting. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just, you know, let me pull up the can here. This isn't this was canned fairly recently.
2: Yeah, I was gonna ask how old is it that it's already starting to lose its luster?
1: This was canned on November thirteenth, so, so it's, it's kinda not old. It's not straight from the canning line, but it's also not from last Christmas, so it shouldn't be that dead <laughs> it, of a beer. It is
2: February now, so I mean it's been three months, right? Right, that's true. Um, you know, and you've been drinking sh- all that. You've been drinking all that New England IPA from actual New England.
1: That's what where I was going to go with this is. I, I've had a lot of New England IPAs. I stocked up my suitcase. I brought them back. Uh, I've been really enjoying that the haze hype over here. So maybe no, the taste of home. This just doesn't just doesn't pack the same punch it used to. One thing to round this review out, though, um, I mentioned Kettle House on the podcast before. They have locations in Missoula. Uh, their Missoula North location is right on a tra- uh, train yard. So there's like trains that go right by the brewery. It's kind of a cool old brick building, reminiscent of a New England brewery of being in an old mill building but it had more of a western feel to it um they always have some cool experimental stuff on their taps so if you find yourself in missoula this is a good brewery to check out for sure um i just wanted to to mention that about the brewery before i give my rating for this beer now
2: before you give your rating i have one final question
1: okay i'm happy to happy to answer it
2: so if you had to choose between this kettle house ipa and, like, Sam Adams, like, New England IPA.
1: Mm. What would you choose between? That's a good a good comparison beer because I think at this point, if you like New England IPAs, you've probably had Sam Adams no matter where you live. Yeah, because um, it is
2: nationwide distributed. So,
1: Yeah. I will say I've only had the Sam Adams from a tap. I haven't had it from a can. Okay. So, so that makes it a little harder. But I... I would say if you put them both in front of me and you put a blindfold over my eyes, I don't know if I would be able to pick out which is which. So, so to answer your question, there it's a tie. Okay, that's but if like you did a very good job of picking out a equivalent New England IPA for Tug sure. Tug Cleo strikes again. You really did. You really did. <laughs> um, I think I would rate this this one. I've probably rated it a four in the past, but. Tasting this exact can, this was only a yeah three and a half for me. Oh, okay. So, what do you think the untapped rating is? Um. Well, we're in Montana, and they don't really care that much about the New England IPAs. So, I'm going to say a uh, three five five. Oh. So oh, you're face. way off. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I thought I got it exactly right. I know. On,
2: on both guesses though. So you rated this in the past a four two five. Okay. Um. And the untapped rating out of, of one thousand five hundred and forty-one check-ins.
1: That's not that is, many.
2: Yeah, which surprised me as as those numbers came out of my mouth, three point nine three. So people oh, really okay. dig this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I would have thought there would be saying, more check-ins
0: until he had the real stuff straight from the straight from the taps <laughs> up north, uh, northeast, I guess. Then uh, you know he he thought it was great. So the,
1: well, the and people- I got. I, I can guarantee that I didn't go from a four two five to a three and a half just yeah. based on my taste preferences. This is definitely well, not, not as good as uh, the it's, one. The fresher I can would have been better. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So if you live in Montana, just make the trek up to New England and actually have some real New England IPAs.
1: I think it's technically down to New England, but uh we're gonna I've always way, way, way over.
0: <laughs> yeah, just just keep driving right until you can't drive right no more. Yeah. I mean, we we found out that latitudinally,
2: latitudinally, latitudinally, you're like equivalent with something in
1: Maine. No, we're at like Montreal.
2: Oh shit!
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: well, at least there's cl- I mean there's collective arts over there.
1: <laughs> That's true. Yeah, they're pretty good. Still, they not are New pretty England, good, but uh,
0: still not New England. But closer, they
2: probably, and they do yeah. a really good New England style IPA.
1: Yeah, so we've had a one point we've had a a beer that got knocked down three quarters of a point to a three and a half. Chris, can you redeem us tonight?
0: Uh, I think I have just the beer to do it. Um, okay, I'm I'm drinking one of the old faithfuls of craft beer, um, and this is a uh, North Coast Brewing Company's uh, Old Resput. Oh, so. nice. <laughs> Because it's a big night. We got 35 miles of red carpet, so I needed a, a bomber to get us I'm down it. I'm
2: so jealous of your beer choice right now. Especially as I'm sitting here staring at this three quarters full glass going,
0: I don't know if I can finish <laughs> this. Yeah. So I just want to point out, this is not a barrel-aged version. This is just a straight-up old Rasputin. So. Oh, I don't know if I've ever had that. You know, I saw it in the, in the grocery store, and... It was like really cheap, and I was like, Well i I'd, I'd be I'd be fiscally irresponsible not to get it um, and
1: you thought to yourself, man, I'm so glad I'm not Tud, and I can just buy the <laughs> just just uh, capitalize on this deal and uh right. and exactly. take this home with me
0: like i i have I'd have to check my receipt, but I think it was like a bomber was like i don't know six or seven bucks like it was oh wow dirt dirt cheap, so hey
2: Chris, you know, you know as part of my rule. People can send
0: me beer <laughs> so i have to I have to buy a beer that you can get in Connecticut and then pay twenty dollars to ship it to you yes <laughs> oh okay
1: well, I, here's right. the question though, Tud, can you buy beer for other people? ooh,
0: I think
2: I have to make an ex- i think I have to say yes because I already promised that I would send Jenna beer once she sends me beer when she can drink again, and I'm not going right. to send her. I'm not going to send her old beer. That'd just be that'd be bad business, right?
0: So much as you expect, uh, another billion SRM beer coming on. Very 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 dark um, on the nose. Uh, I mean, it smells like a delicious beer. <laughs> you some you know chocolate, like dark chocolate notes, a little bit in there. Um, so so but- far, we
1: have a porter that tastes like a porter and a beer that smells like a delicious beer. <laughs> yep. And a right. New
0: England IPA that doesn't taste very New Englandy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it tastes- Yeah.
0: So um pretty excited. Um the head was nice and it's dissipated a little bit now, but it was nice and nice and frothy. Not as uh not as staying as my beer last week. Was it last week? Yeah. Um but uh, I'm excited. I want to get into this one. So
2: I- I'm I'm kinda curious to know what you think Because I didn't even know old Rasputin came in non barrel aged version.
1: Maybe they forgot to put it in the barrel, that's why it was so cheap.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, this is the, the De- rejects, the defect yeah. bottle. Okay, so it's a very, very good beer. If you couldn't tell by the fact that it took me five sips to taste it, um, it starts off. It it hits you. It hits you a little, a little strong with the alcohol throughout the throughout the sip. Not terrible. It's only nine percent, so you're not talking like one of those fourteen percenters or anything like that. But you can definitely taste it. Um, It's got some nice sweetness to it, um, like a a dark chocolate, something like that. Um, Some bitterness, like a a hefty amount of bitterness, which I enjoy quite a bit. Um, And then it kind of mellows out towards the end, maybe like a slight coffee on the the very back end. But, you know, just a really solid beer. Just an awesome beer. I can see, I mean, I've had the barrel-aged Rasputin before, and I think I enjoy the extra the extra little bit of the barrel aged flavor, but I mean, this is a really, really awesome stout. So, you know, it's not like, it's not a bad beer by any means. I just think I, I enjoy the barrel, the bourbon a little bit more.
1: Nice. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, we've had, I mean, I don't know, I guess of our last 10 episodes, we probably had like six bourbon barrel aged beers. (laughs) 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 So, uh, we clearly have a preference for them. I mean, all three of us have done them.
2: We're gonna right. keep that tradition rolling for a little bit, there, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Great.
0: More Goose Island friends brought you by Goose Island, yeah.
2: No, I've got uh, some interesting stuff up my sleeve. Most of it's barrel aged, though. Yeah. Nice.
0: Awesome. Yeah. We'll we'll get in. We've talked about it last week. We'll get into it in future weeks, but Cl-
2: clearly, uh, when we uh, when when we try to do things outside the barrel aged version, or I try to do things outside the barrel aged, it falls flat on its face. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so one thing I'm picking up. And this is a little weird. It's like, it gets a little bit of a sweetness right in the middle. So, I mean, the chocolate is probably probably a little bit of it, but it's almost like a fruity sweetness. Like a like a, I don't know. Like a plum? Kind of plum. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if plum's right, but I haven't had a plum in a while. So, Ted Cleo so, just popping up. <laughs> maybe but, it's
1: more of a prune than a plum. Could mm, be a prune. Maybe.
0: A date. <laughs> uh, no, thank
2: you, Ted. I'm married. Um, uh, well, I mean, you still don't want to go out on a date with me? That seems kind of weird.
0: Listen, the wives listen to the podcast. They're not supposed to know. Oh, okay. I'll text you on the side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, definitely like a, a sweet fruit in there somewhere. So that's, it's really nice. A complex beer. Um, I'm going to give it a four and a quarter. So. How about a raisin?
1: I think whatever the fruit is, is it's wrinkly. It's either a date or a prune or a raisin. <laughs> it's definitely wrinkly <laughs> though. <laughs> <laughs> D-
0: dried apricot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I give it a four and a quarter. Um, I know this beer is very highly regarded, so I'm going to say the Untappediverse thinks it's a four point three three.
1: I like your guess. I think that's right where I would be along those lines too.
0: Because I know I think I put barrel aged Old Resputin at like four and a half. Yeah. Or the dep- or four and three quarters depending on. So okay. So, out of
2: 1,337 check-ins, which isn't a lot, not at all, uh, it was rated a 4.05.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So, not as high as I thought. Hmm. But, you know, they just don't know. They don't know what they're missing. <laughs> <And apparently laughs> they do appreciate we, what they're missing. <laughs> apparently, we just missed
2: Rasputin's birthday. Hmm. The, the guy? Yeah, the guy. His birthday was uh,
1: January 21st, 2020. Yeah, well... I mean, that was a couple weeks ago. At this point,
0: happy belated birthday, old Rasputin! Ha- happy birthday, Rasputin!
1: Oh man,
2: Ober is not wishing him a happy birthday. He's happy like, birthday, Scream.
1: Rasputin! Sorry, I got distracted by a uh, Rasputin music video, and uh, <laughs> but I'm back. I'm back.
0: He's back now. All right. So it's nominee night in America. We all knew this. <laughs> we're all we're all properly
1: fueled. And, and we've got our
2: we've got our tuxedos we on our-
0: with our bow ties and our cummerbunds.
1: Yep. Yep. We got our running shoes for the whole length of the red carpet.
0: <laughs> right. There's uh flashing lights and all that stuff, and we just start walking now. So the Super Bowl champions are lined up on the side to <laughs> yep. cheer us on. <laughs> uh, so, um, but anyways, pretty exciting. I'm we we're talking about this a lot, and you know we're pretty excited to hand out our. Six foot frozen carbonate Han Solos to very deserving people, things, places, us, whatever, whoever <laughs> deserves them. Our our very favorite nouns. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yep, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna so, we're gonna talk about the nominees this week.
0: Right. Yep.
1: Yeah. Why don't you Why don't you explain explain how it how it's gonna work? Okay.
0: Yeah. So what we're gonna do. Um, Each category has three nominees nominated by the three co-hosts, and we are going to do voting on social media, uh, us three, and our Patreon page in order to determine who is Mr. Oscar 2020 in each of these categories. So uh, the way it's going to work out is the three co-hosts will vote, um, and so we each get one vote. Our patrons are also going to get a vote, so if you are one of the lucky people on our Patreon page, number one, thank you very much, and number two, uh, you will be getting your own ballot sheet to fill out, so, you know, you go ahead, you fill those out, and your vote is just as equally weighted as the three co-hosts, so, yep. you know, you guys you guys help make the pod go, so you deserve to de- to determine who gets the illustrious statue. So not only do we vote and our patrons vote, but Instagram also votes and how that's going to work is, you know, we released this episode on Thursday. So, you know, keep an eye out for polls throughout the day, throughout the weekend. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, uh, we'll have polls up and they will be for all these categories. And each one of those polls, uh, whoever wins upon Instagram gets an additional vote. So, you know, That's basically whenever you see something on Instagram and you're like, oh, I like this thing more than the other click on it because that'll that'll help that win. So um, and then when all is said and done, we tally them all up. We get all of our frozen Han solos and we hand them out uh, to a very tired audience after they walk 35 (laughs) miles.
1: Now, I still I still (laughs) am, am protesting and saying we should also give out tiny Muppets and trash cans as well. What?
0: I'm not getting the reference.
1: Like, gra- like Oscar, Grouchy uh, Grouchy. Oh
0: Oscar Oscar the Grouchy.
1: This, this is a throwback to, to Mr. Oscar twenty nineteen. This is a callback oh. to last year.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's evolved. You're well, here, That's true. Mr. That was, Oscar was, you're right. You're right. But that who was, did Oscar like, choose?
1: Right. Maybe well, he should get a vote last too. Last <laughs> year
0: it was just like the best person named Oscar or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but. Anyways, so let's get started. We'll get Yeah, into, let's get right into it. Get into the first category that we're gonna be looking into. And uh that is the year's okayest movie. So uh we've all had handles throughout the year that have been movies, and um, uh, you know, these are the ones that are that are either they're 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 okay. They're <laughs> so we're looking for the most okay movie, and uh the nominees are Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, The Irishman, and the invitation, so very nice. Lot to think about. Lot to think about in that one.
1: Yeah. So our next category is game of the year, uh, and again, these are these are all things we've talked about on the podcast. But we have Pokemon Sword and Shield. I don't know if you're able to guess who nominated that one. Uh, we have The Witcher Three and Din, or The Voyage of the Obradin as our the three. Old, nominees. The Witcher Three,
2: by the way, is is for the Switch because somebody's going to say that came out years ago so
0: <laughs> yeah well we a- talked about it this year so yeah
2: it's a good point <laughs> yeah we should preface this it's all about things we talked about in the last 365 days so well, not even no it,
1: just just in the calendar 2019 calendar nothing really, for this right. year yeah
2: right. right okay yeah sorry so during the calendar year 2019 right. so the witcher 3 was mentioned then you may see some other things down the line that also don't have anything to do with 2019 but they were talked about on this podcast. Then, <laughs> uh, the the next category is going to be the worst handle of the year. Coming in at no- position number one is Bombus socks. Number mm. two is the Masuda method, aka <laughs> shiny hunting.
0: <laughs> Pokemon shiny hunting. There you go.
2: And out of the same episode, the G exclamation point A exclamation point search help feature for searching for things on Google. Uh,
1: through wow, duckduckgo.
2: Yeah, through
0: duckduckgo. That was a that was a pretty pretty lackluster episode. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, know yeah. Episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um so next category is a pretty highly coveted one I think. Um and these are the scariest drinks of 2019.
1: And, uh, and just to so, chime in, I thought I I cringed when I we looked at this when I looked at this list. Just looking back <laughs> on, on these some of these drinks because we've had some we've had some beers we faced we faced your beers right. t- throughout the whole year.
0: <laughs> yeah, and um, so the nominees for this category are, of course, drinks that we've had on face your beer segments throughout the year. Just in case there's any any need for clarification. Uh, so scariest drink 2020 uh, Bud Light. Chelada, and we'll throw the picante version there too, so both. Um, the, Ald, the Aldi brand, which is Vista Bay, coconut mango seltzer, and peppermint schnapps. <sighs>
2: <laughs> and, anybody who would like to hear the Chalada episode, it's called Chelada. Don't. Just search for it in your podcast app and go listen to that right now.
0: Chalada Don't, the devil's favorite beer. That's right.
1: Um, speaking of episodes, our next category is Best Episode Title of 2019. We have Palooza, Bearding Alone with Beards and Bearded Men, a beer podcast, and Corn, Plaid, and Carrie Underwood. <laughs> Those are some solid we ones. Have, right we there. have fun with the titles around here.
0: Yeah, yeah. We do, we do good titles. All right. So the
2: next category is the best handle of the year. Coming in at number one, a $400 shovel. <laughs> number two is Debt Grunk. Nice. And number three is Mammoth Wool socks. Hmm. I wonder who added that one.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say I, I, I one, I appreciate that worst handle and best handle are both socks. But uh looking back, we gotta have better handles than these three. <laughs> in the last year, we've told our listeners about hundred and fifty-six different handles.
2: <laughs> these this are the is the best, best three, three
1: we have to show for it. So you know how good these socks have gotta be. That's all hey, I'm saying. No. You know, you know how that good $400 that shovel's sh- got to
2: be. That four hundred dollar <laughs> shovel is going strong.
0: Yeah, I mean, deck grunk was a ton of fun. We played that, and mammoth Will socks have changed my feet life. So, I mean,
1: I don't know. You know? Yeah. Hey, we don't want we don't want to influence our vote. Our no, that's, true. Here, that's so. true. That's true. That's true. And
2: I will say, I did buy deck grunk for Christmas, or got it for
0: nice. Christmas. Oh, nice. nice. Awesome. All right. So, uh, next award is best segment. And uh the nominees are Malt Minute, um uh, from episode Crystal Clear a long time ago.
2: Hey everybody.
0: That was the second favorite voice on the whole podcast. <laughs> uh Tud Cleo, of course, from Tud Cleo The Awakening. <laughs> and as as the aforementioned Cella Don't from Cella Don't, a devil a devil's favorite beer.
1: <laughs> All right. now uh we're starting to round things off here, and this is this is where the, the true the true pinnacle of of the big the, the, these are the big big ones. awards here, and yep. uh, we want to talk about the best beer we had on any episode. Uh, our three nominees are our three nominees are DDH All Green Everything from Other Half, and Abyss of Human Experience from Burial, and Stunner for the Win from Beard. Nice, solid beers. Yeah, I'm all get, great beers. I'm somehow drinking a beer and also wishing I had a beer at the same time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then to round out the biggest award of the the year, this goes to the the brewery that had all the stuff that people wanted. They're they're the definition of what we consider a complete brewery. And those three breweries that we featured this year on this podcast start off with Burial Brewing. The second is Other Half Brewing. And the third is Southern Grist Brewing Company.
1: Nice. We well, yeah, quite some some overlap with our best beer, but I mean, right? I, it's not surprising that the best beers come from the best breweries. No.
0: Yeah. And and we have to make a caveat to this. Of course, these are beers that we beers and breweries that we had on the podcast. So yeah, beers we
1: drank yeah. to review and breweries that we went to in in 2019.
0: Right. Yes. So we just want to make make that clear, so we don't get a bunch of oh, what about small brewery that you've never heard of like we get it we we'd love to try their beer so send it to us and then maybe who knows maybe maybe there'll be a Mr. Oscar 2021
1: yeah these are not these aren't the <laughs> best beers we've had of all time these are just again stuff we've had in the last year that's mm-hmm. right
0: so there you go those are the nominees for the I'm
1: excited I think this is going to be a lot of fun yeah me too
0: yeah it's going to be a lot of fun uh there's a few other awards that we're going to be giving out as well so you know make sure you pay attention to uh to the episode um, because it's going be, to be a lot of fun. Make sure you're following those Instagram polls. You know, subscribe to our Patreon for a dollar a month and uh, you get your own ballot um, and plus some content. I'm actually going to be working on getting something up over the next few weeks. So, you know, keep, keep that in mind, of course. And uh, if there's anything that you want to see on the show, uh, shoot us an email. Let us know if there's any awards that you think should have made the cut. And, uh, you know, we'll probably add them to next year's show.
1: Yeah, we'll have our like Grammys for the, <laughs> the ones that weren't as good. <laughs> <laughs> no, Grammys are music. Yeah. Is there there's like a worse movie version than than the Mr. Oscars? Is it the SAG Awards? Maybe. We'll have our or the Academy Awards, is uh, that? The Academy Awards are the Oscars. That's the same oh, okay. thing. Okay. I think it's the then, SAG no. Awards. Yeah,
0: the, the Tony Awards. Screen those, Actors Guild. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Um, but Whatever. I just have one one kind of complaint though is it do i really need to get my suit dry cleaned chris is this definitely a definite re- requirement i know you were really stressing it but uh i just Oh yeah
0: no this is a this is a black tie affair okay i mean you don't just what you, you just walk what what were you going to walk a 35 mile red carpet in
1: that's a good point probably <laughs> that... exactly what i'm wearing right now but
2: <laughs> Ober, or you could go get like a dr- like a really like nice fancy dress that's true.
0: Mm, yeah, that's true.
1: Like a deep V. Yeah. No, we
0: don't. We don't need any. This is a classy affair. We don't need any any wardrobe malfunctions.
1: No. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, now that we are closing the Oscar segment until next week, the Mister Oscar segment until next week. Uh, it's time to return to our frosty mug of wisdom, where we recommend things that we all love, or at least enjoy, uh, or at least you know deal with. Things we like, we recommend them to you, our listeners, where we each fill up our Frosty mug a third of the way with some of our wisdom. Uh, I'm going to hand the mug over to Todd, who is going to fill up the first third.
2: Yep. So in honor of the Oscar season this year, I know that this has been mentioned in the past in passing on the pod, but it's never been a handle, and I don't think we've really gone into depth of what it actually is. So the app that I'm suggesting for your phone is called Just Watch. What this is, is it's an app, you can download, and then you go in there, kind of like IMDB, and you type in the name of a movie, or a TV show, or a comedy sketch, or whatever you want to watch, and you hit search, and it pops up with that item, and it tells you what streaming services it's available to stream on, uh, whether via free or subscription, or where you can rent it or buy it.
1: I swear, I feel
2: like we've done this handle before. I know we've talked about it, but I don't think – I went back. I don't see it as a handle. Well, if
1: if you know, listeners, <laughs> let us know.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's possible it's a repeat handle. Um, I don't think it is. I know that we've talked about it in passing, but it's definitely worth people going to download, especially during this time during the Oscar season. If you want to see some of these like early 2019 movies that are coming out and, and being nominated for Best Picture, this is the time where you can go on there and just see, hey – I want to go uh, watch XYZ movie. Where can I watch it? Go download it. It's called Just Watch.
1: Nice. So what's the last thing that you found to watch using Just Watch?
2: I went to go see where Tropic Thunder was available to Ooh, stream today. That is a
1: classic movie.
2: It is. I was I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast and he had Robert Downey Jr. on. And I was like, I really just want to go watch Tropic Thunder. And unfortunately, it's not available to stream on anything that I subscribe to. so. I'm either going to have to rent it or find ulterior motive or ulterior methods of watching it.
1: Yep, like going to Blockbuster. Now that was going (laughs) to Blockbuster. That was the first movie I ever saw at at, as a as a college student at the drive-in theater. It was great. I've never been to that drive-in theater. Oh my god! I all right. Can I take the frosty mug of wisdom? Sure. All right. I this week I want to recommend the Mansfield (laughs) Drive-in. Now it's not the most timely handle because they cease operation in the winter, but they start up again um I want to say around you know Memorial Day. they have three screens, two movies back to back uh and the best part is you can bring whatever you want so I love to go with a cooler full of great beer uh I throw some snacks in there, you know you could even have a little tailgate it's It's a great time uh and i one Important tip is I highly recommend bringing a powerful bluetooth speaker uh so you can you can stream right from your car stereo or a boombox where you can tune into the radio dial cuz that's that's how they transmit the the that's how they transmit the noise of the movie is through a radio frequency so uh I've I've been before and and you you bring a big stereo system bring all your D batteries and uh <laughs> and you really get the prime experience that you bring some lawn chairs and it's it's a great time every time what if your
2: car has a kick-ass sound system
1: well okay this is one thing that i i mentioned the lawn chairs and the cooler but it's it's more of a tailgating experience that it's best if you can enjoy it without having to rely on your car's uh audio because you don't want to be sitting in your car all the whole time you want to be out in the the fresh connecticut summer evening air um hanging out looking at the stars sitting out with a sweatshirt and a blanket and uh just enjoying a great movie
2: so so you said it could be bluetooth correct
1: yeah, as long as you have some way to get blue bluetooth like as long as you can get a radio station to your bluetooth speaker you know like like if if you can get that some way to get to a bluetooth speaker then yeah you can do that
2: so you could you could somehow rig it so you could listen to, like the movie through like headphones Via your phone, via like a, a radio frequency app.
1: Yeah. If you have a – I don't think iPhones have radio antenna, but I think Androids do or they used to. Um, so you could definitely use your phone if you have an Android uh, – cer- certain Androids anyway um, to listen to it. But you don't want to be listening to headf- headphones the whole time. You want to be there talking with your friends, hanging out. It's it's a, best enjoyed it as like, like a double date night or with a, a group of people. You know, it's 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 a good it's a good group atmosphere. Absolutely, I will have to go
2: check it out sometime. Yeah. Just an FYI for the listeners: uh, the drive through or the Mansfield Marketplace will reopen on March twenty second, twenty twenty, and the movies will restart on April third, twenty twenty. Oh wow,
1: okay, even earlier. I forget how how short winters are in Connecticut compared to Montana. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, even if you don't live in Connecticut, um, there. I highly recommend going to a drive in movie theater if you've never been um keep this handle in your back pocket for <laughs> five months and uh then then go 'cause
2: or if you live in the south like chris i mean there there's this possibility that there's some open right
0: now,
1: yeah, go to the,
0: yeah, it's supposed to be like fifty tomorrow, so maybe
1: the, yeah, you go to uh you go to your well it's too late now, but so you could have gone to your super Bowl party at the drive in that'd be sweet, oh, that'd be kick ass. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So that was a that was a good trip down memory memory lane, but uh, let me hand it off to Chris. Chris, why don't you fill up this frosty mug all the way?
0: All right. So this week I have a workout app, I guess, that I've used for a very long time now. It's you know, following along that hashtag TudFit Lifestyle, and it's called Stronglifts Five x Five. And it's a very, very simple workout, um, using free weights where you legitimately just go in and do three exercises um, three times a week, and you do five sets of five reps, and that's it. It's awesome. Um, so, for example, workout A is squats, then bench press, then a, a bent over row, and then workout B is squats, overhead press, and deadlift. And every time you successfully do a lift or complete all five sets, you add five pounds to that said Work that said workout or exercise. Exercise. There you go. Thank you. That's the word. Yes, that's the one. So you know, you go three times a week. Uh, so in theory, you end up adding, you end up adding like sixty pounds to your squat in a month, and you add forty five pounds to the rest of them. Yeah,
2: if you're able to complete all the exercises. Right. right yeah,
0: and it's a it's a strength building. It's it's a strength building workout. Uh, if you follow like a a good diet plan as well it'll help you cut fat it'll help you you know build your cardio um it's a really really solid workout plan for someone who may have a two-year-old or something yeah that can only get hypothetically to the, can only yeah hypothetically can only get to the gym like you know a couple times a week when i was younger when i was really really dedicated right now i'm like not nah. but <laughs> <laughs> but i was really really dedicated about when i met dana and um I, I ended up, like, losing, like, 80 pounds and, like, I could s- squat a million pounds. It was awesome. It was just Basically, so great. the Basically, the, the time
1: point. in your life you were trying to look your sexiest. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. I did. And then I got married and then that happened. Yeah. So. <laughs> but it's, it's a really
0: good workout. If If you're looking to add muscle mass, if you're looking, you know, to just get out there and you don't have a ton of time, I highly recommend it. There's an app for it. It does everything for you. You just have to, like, let it go and follow what it says. So. There you go strong list five by five
1: yeah and I, I will personally endorse this and say i there was a a brief period of my life where I was workout buddies with Chris at the gym, and mm-hmm. uh, he introduced me to this app and just coming in from a as a newcomer without any gym experience uh, or any freeway experience this was it was a great app and if you were like me and you're like hesitant and you don't really know how to approach the whole free weight uh situation at the gym, this was a really great introduction so I think as Chris is the master and me as the Padawan, I think both of us have approached <laughs> it from different sides and really enjoyed the app.
0: Yeah. And and for those of you that don't do free weights and stuff like that, there's a bunch of like videos built in to like show you how to properly do the exercises and, and, and he even urges you, uh his name's Medi. He's like the guy that created it years and years ago. But he urges you to like start with an empty bar. Like, start as light as you can. Like, he says, who cares what other people think in the gym? Like, just start with an empty bar because weight will come. And, you know, even someone who's been doing it for as long, as, when I go back and I start with a really low weight because I'm like, you know, I'll be super sore and destroy my, <laughs> destroy my muscles and won't be able to walk if I go too heavy. You don't want to hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but anyways, it's a really awesome app if you're looking to get into, uh, you know, trying that, ha- that hashtag #TudFitLifestyle.
1: That is the best type of lifestyle. <laughs> Does the hashtag TudFit mean buying no more beer for the rest of the year?
0: No, 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 not that. <laughs> okay. It
1: was it was part of it. <laughs> no. Gotta get
2: this gotta get this tut into into fighting shape. Yeah. And so with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh we'd like to thank t- the breweries who provided today's beers. I will go first with unfortunately thanking three Floyds for their Alpha Claws
0: Christmas Porter. I'd like to thank uh, North Coast Brewing Company for their
1: old resputin. And I want to thank Kettle House Brewing Co. for shady New England style IPA.
2: Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us at DAWF Podcast. That's Twitter, untapped, Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. Also make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWF at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on the nominations for this year. Uh did did we miss any categories? Is there anything that you you know that you'd like to see next year for Mr. Oscar's 2021? Let us know. Other than that, you know, still, you know, just send us your general thoughts and all that. Obert loves to read that type of stuff. Make sure you're heading over to iTunes and giving us a five-star rating and leaving a comment. You have no idea how much that helps people find our show. Also, make sure that uh, you are going on to uh, all social medias, you know, every day, and we post every single day. So, make sure you're sharing that with your friends and family and letting them know about our podcast. Also, make sure you head over to Patreon, especially if you want a singular vote in the Mr. Mr. Oscars 2020 voting process. Head over there and subscribe for as little as a dollar a month. You get to ch- to choose who wins these awards. Your vote could make the difference. It, it could very well make the difference. You just don't want a whole bunch of random people that you don't know to make the decisions. You want to be part of that choice.
1: That's right. So with that, my name's Todd. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends.
2: How quickly do you guys think we can run this 35
1: mile? I'm taking the whole week. Red carpet. I'm doing five miles a day. I'm not gonna
0: mess around. That's smart. That's smart.
1: Yeah. What about out. you, Todd? Are you ready? I'm, I'm. gonna do it in one day. Okay. Just think of all of those 49ers. <laughs> They're gonna go <laughs> fast. Or the
0: Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to guess, my my money's on the on the Niners, but. I'd like to
2: see Andy Reid get his championship. This can't be in the podcast, but, well, maybe it could be. Who cares? True. (laughs) I'd like to see Andy Reid get his ring, but at the same time, I really don't want to hear about how great Patrick Mahomes is for the rest of forever. Mm, Yeah. But then Jimmy Garoppolo could win his third ring.
0: Yeah. How about that? Goat. (laughs) That's what the G stands for.
1: (laughs) Garoppolo.
0: Jimmy Goat.